Well, good morning, everybody who's here on live stream and watching on Facebook, if you're already tuned in. Just want to let you know that we'll be starting our service really shortly. And we're so glad that you're able to tune in. We pray that this message this morning uh, will bless you. Uh, as I was praying this week, um, preparing for the service, my heart is just that in these difficult times that your heart would be open to the things that God is uh, wanting to do inside of us to give us more hope and become more uh, grateful and thankful. Uh, we'll be starting the service in just a little bit. So God bless you. Just hang on as you uh, wait here. We'll be turning on the other cameras so you can at least kind of see the sanctuary a little bit. God bless you.
good morning if you're just tuning in. We'll be starting the service in just a minute. This is Pastor Rob. We're excited that you are tuning in this morning. We pray that you'll be able to worship the Lord and hear and be challenged by the, the message and encouraged. Um, so we'll be starting the service in just a few minutes. So you can get your cup of coffee and get all ready. And we'll be starting in just a moment or two. Good morning. We are just a few days away from Thanksgiving. 
And it's good to be together and be able to worship in the house of the Lord and give him thanks this morning. You know, this morning as we come, there's a byproduct of us coming together to worship, and that's that God is in our midst, and he blesses us, and he fills us, and he challenges us, and changes us. But we are here for him. We're here to give him praise and thanksgiving both. And in the message this morning, we're going to actually talk a little bit about that, praise and worship. And, and uh, But so... If you're, if you're tuning in again online, we welcome you here. It's great to have you tuning in on Facebook and on the website. If you're watching this in a future time, um, we're just so excited uh, to be called by his name. He's given us so much. So we're, let's pray, and, and as we worship, uh, we, we want you to be able to worship freely and comfortably. You can stand, you can kneel, you can sit. Um, we want everyone to be comfortable here. If if uh, if you want to save seats next to you so people don't sit, um, you know, just put something there. We even have reserve signs in the back. We our desire is that you can come um, here and be free to worship as you feel comfortable. And that's with a mask. If 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 without the mask, you put the you know sign on whatever. But but worship the Lord because that's what we need in these times. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for who you are and what you've done both. God, you've blessed us so much with every spiritual blessing, with so many physical blessings, God, and we also just praise you for who you are. You are the God of the universe. Uh, you are the creator of all things. You are, you are good. So, Father, this morning we want to worship you. We are here to give you praise, and we ask that you're, you would encompass and inhabit God the the praises of your people this morning where two or three are gathered you're here so we welcome you this morning in Jesus name amen let our praise be your welcome let our songs be a sign. We are here for you. We are here for you. Let your breath come from heaven. Fill our hearts with your life. We are here for you. We are here for you. Come on. We're here for you, God. To you our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy. Only you are worthy, God. Let your fire fall down. Let our shouts be your anthem, your renown. Fill the skies, we are here for you. We are here for you. Let your word, let your word move in power. Let what's dead. 
come to life. We are here for you. We are here for you. To you our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy. Holy you are worthy. God, you far fall down. To you our hearts are open. To you our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are our one desire. You alone are holy, holy you are worthy, God. Let your fire fall down. Oh, yeah. I'm here for you, God. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. Let every heart adore. Let everyone awake. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. Welcome you with praise, Almighty God of love. Be welcome in this place. Amen. Come on, Lord. Christ, my all in all, my 
joy of my salvation And his hope will never fail If heaven is our home Through every storm My soul will sing Jesus is here To God be the glory Christ is enough for me Every high and stormy gale 
Good. 
let me down You're never gonna let, never gonna let me down You're never gonna let, never gonna let me down God, we thank you that you will never, ever, ever let us down God, even those times that we think that you've moved far away and that we've somehow pushed you away so far that you can't help us, God, you will never let us down. God, this morning our faith and hope is in you. It's not in man. It's not in ourselves. God, we have to trust you for everything, and we trust you this morning because you're never going to let us down. Seriously? for granted again? Yeah, I guess so. All right, well, is there anything you can do about that? Because we really need to do some laundry. Lord, will you please give me a more grateful heart? Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Good. It's good to see you guys. I was missing last week, so it's glad you get to see me this week. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> uh, well, welcome to the Journey Church. If you're joining us for the first time today, we're so excited to have you, and we would love to get connected with you. There's a couple ways you can do that. One is by um, filling out one of the connection cards that are in the front pockets of the chairs. And then as they come to receive tithes and offerings, you can either put those in the bags or you can put them in the tithe and offering boxes that are in the back. So yeah, we would love to get connected with you. Couple announcements for you guys. Um, today is the final day to have our Operation Christmas Child boxes turned in. And um, if you had maybe money that you wanted to donate for shipping or money that, or little things that you wanted to donate for the boxes, um, if you can make sure that we get that. And then also, um, they are gonna be packing some boxes in the back after service today. So if you feel like you wanna help with some of that packing process, we were gonna have the kids do that, but there's not many kids that showed up this morning. So we do need some help with that after service. So, you know, just hang around a little bit. We'll pack some boxes and then we'll get them on their way off to these beautiful children that need them. Um, the next announcement I have is, so this Tuesday is our annual Turkey Bowl. Um, <laughs> and that's right, we bowl with the frozen turkey. And then after that, um, the youth group, we, we sit down and have a Thanksgiving meal together. And so over the last few weeks, we've had some people sign up to bring food. And just as a reminder, if you did sign up for that, we do need the food here by about 6.30, all cooked and ready to go. And then if you also signed up to help serve food, we need you here about 6.15. That way we can help set up all the food and everything like that. Now, mind you, we will be out in the parking lot throwing that giant turkey. So when you pull in, just be careful. <laughs> and then in addition to that, I do have just a few things that are left to be signed up for. And so I was gonna do it auction style, like, you know, gravy, gravy, who wants to get the gravy? Um, but I can't talk that fast. So um, I'm just gonna name off a couple of the things that we're missing. And if the Lord lays it on your heart to bring green beans, let me know afterwards. So we need um, 10 cups of brown gravy, a pound of stuffing, two pounds of green beans, and then just a couple uh, liters, a couple liter bottles of soda. So again, like I said, find me afterwards if you feel like you can um, provide maybe some of those things, that would be awesome. And then the next announcement I have for you guys is just a reminder that we have our first steps class, which is our membership me meeting coming up. I'm gonna put the sign up for that out in the hallway. So if you are interested in becoming a member of the Journey Church, um, Saturday, wait for it, December 5th from nine to two, we're gonna be doing um, the first part of our first steps class, if that makes sense. Um, and so we would love to have you guys come and just kind of learn just our mission as the Journey Church and what we, we stand for and believe in um, within the, our faith. So we would love to have you, and again, this will be out in the hallway, so if you want to sign up for that. That's all the announcements I have for you guys, and so with that, we're just going to lead right into our time of receiving um, our tithes and offerings. And I thought that video that was played was so perfect with um, kind of what the Lord is doing in my heart, and when we think about giving into our tithes and offerings, and I think, especially here in America, we take things for granted, right? We're so blessed. Um, and we're, we were provided for more than one can ever imagine. And for those of you that know me, <laughs> you know that I love Disneyland. And so this last eight months, 
has been torture for me. <laughs> and they they just decorated like downtown Disney with all the Christmas stuff. And you can go into like the first part of California Adventure. I was like telling my friends, we have to go. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I think if I got there, I'd probably just lay down in the middle of the street and start crying because <laughs> I'm so excited. But you know what? The Lord totally convicted me. He was like, Jesse, if that is what you're going to cry over missing and not having, you need a check in your heart. And just like that video and just like the song that we sang this morning of like, is Christ enough? And I wanted to connect that to our tithes and our offerings because sometimes it's hard for us to be obedient and to tithe and to give back to God what he has given to us already. But I think over these last eight months and so many things have changed for all of us, all these different things, maybe concerts that we've gone to, things that we as Americans take for granted have stopped. And so it's been a little rough, but I wanna challenge us to know like, there's people in this world where they have to hike for miles just to get clean water, to take a shower, but yet we can walk right up to the sink lift up the thing and we're good to go. And so for me, I'm just kind of sharing my conviction and what the Lord's been doing in my heart and in how that connects into giving back to God and to being grateful and thankful as we celebrate Thanksgiving coming up for what it is that we have because we are over in abundance of what we need and what we want even. So with that, let's go ahead and pray for our tithes and offerings. Father, Lord, we thank you, God, for the many things that you give us. Lord, we ask for forgiveness in the things that we have taken for granted. God, the fact that we have a roof over our heads and clothes to wear. God, that we can take a shower. And for those maybe in this room that are struggling and those are things that aren't and they don't come as easily or those that are watching online, God, we, play, we pray for your provision. God, we also pray, even as we're packing these boxes for Operation Christmas Child, to go to these children who have next to nothing. God, we ask that you would bless them. God, that you would show them your love. That you would show them the truth of who you are, God, and the freedom and the love and the joy that comes from knowing what you did for us on that cross. God, help us in this season of giving, God, to do just that. But Lord, as we give back what you've given to us, Lord, help us to share the gospel and the good news of who you are and what you did for us, Lord. We love you, and we are so grateful. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm like, I think I left it back there.
we're not on yet i'm on there Ooh, okay there it is as long as it goes to the stream you can listen there it doesn't need to be too loud in the house as long as can you hear me in the back yes we're good don't worry about the house too much just the, the live stream and that's perfect that's where that was it amen you know i i uh good morning it's good to be here it's it's always good to be together um sometimes they just kind of start rambling and because we're all family but i have uh been going back and listening a little bit to the to my messages which is horrible um and i and i get to watch myself which is also horrible um and i've got a couple of things that i do that are i'm going to be working on one is uh, you might not notice it here but those online notice it I go like this a lot. You know, okay, yeah. So, yeah I, I've been called the windshield wiper. And so, um, yeah, you just go down in the house. There we go. That's it. And then just up on the live stream. And uh, I, I think it's probably because of my back. I can't stay still very often uh, for very long. And so that's kind of fun. And then something else I, I hear all the time now that I listen to myself is I go, whoo. A lot. Go, Woo, something like that. I don't even know. I do it so naturally I can't even mimic myself. So, I, yeah, you know, have you ever listened to yourself preach, Mick? I mean, just kind of a bummer. You know? Anyways, um, and if you want, I'll switch another, another mic to a different mic. Oh, there you go. Um, I'll get a little closer. And then I can go back to the mic. We're just trying to get this so I'm not locked to a mic so I can pace and not windshield wipe. <laughs> But um, if is this that is that this mic or is that a different mic that's on maybe? Everything's off. Everything's off. Okay. Everything off. Okay. Just pull the, the the volume down on this one in that house a little bit. That's not the screen. All right. Okay. And then can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. And then just make sure it's up in the live stream and it won't be feeding back. There you go. This this yes yeah, so gonna work real well, but it will work for for at home. The live is super. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Well, now we're good here too. All right. So hey, this week we are ramping up um, towards a, a great season um, in the in the Christian faith. Um, we are here at Thanksgiving, just a few days away from Thanksgiving. I hope you're ready uh, for Thanksgiving, and not just for the food part. That that's something we really enjoy, but for the part where we are giving thanks. And that is so important. That's what this message is is about this morning, is about uh, being thankful and gratitude. Before I get into that, I just realized I just got a, a spontaneous call yesterday. There is a number of turkey dinners. I think they're even cooked, available if anyone needs one. Um, but it's today, and you'd have to come and see me right after service. Um, if, if you or someone you know needs a turkey dinner, um, we, we already provided some. These are a 10 additional turkey dinners. Vaughn's called Pastor Eric Herger and said, we have like 100 meals for you. And he wasn't even expecting them. And I think they're all cooked. Or will I don't know how it works, but I think they cook them in everything. So um, they're going to be giving them away today. So come and talk to me after service. If you, it's you or someone you know, we got to make that happen. Um, great, that's it. Be back on track uh, because we, we are going to Thanksgiving, and of course, we love to eat Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, I don't know about you. I love look at this. Look at this body. This body loves to have Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I'm not not ashamed of that. I should be ashamed, but I'm not. Um, just for fun, I googled this week. I said, how many calories does the average American consume on Thanksgiving Day? 
3,000. 3,000 3, calories. But see, remember, that's pretty much one meal. And so, <laughs> and so yeah, we are getting ready. We're going to be having to exercise a little bit more uh, before and after and get that all ready. But, um, you know, we do the food thing. We like that. But this morning, I want us to help, before we get there, focus on not just the food, um, because that's, that's so, so little of it. Remember, the, thanks, the first Thanksgiving uh, was they were thankful to God because of the food and that God had blessed them and so much. And we need to keep that going, um, that we are thankful to God for what he's given us. So this morning, I want to talk a little bit about um, Thanksgiving and gratitude uh, and, and what's going on kind of in our lives. Oh, no, it went like that. I hate it when it does that. Yeah. Okay, we are good. Um, anyways, yeah, Rick, you may not hear it because of that. You can turn the volume in the house almost completely off as long as the live stream's on. It's still got a little ring. Um, who would agree? It's been a weird year. <laughs> it's a little bit of a weird year. It's also been a tough year. Um, because of, of what's been going on this year, everything that you've experienced... Uh, has been magnified. Everything you're experiencing because of this, uh, the the um, quarantine, because of COVID, everything else has also been magnified. Honestly, this year might not have been any worse than any other year outside of that, but that just puts something else on it that is that is adding a lot of stress. Even simple things like uh, if you have a routine, like Jesse was talking about going to Disneyland, if you had a routine of going out to eat for date night, and and that's gone now. You're having to try to be really creative. Um, and in our house, date night is often tiny tacos at, at Jack in the Box drive-thru now and a drive around the lake. You know, I mean, it's, it, we're trying to figure things out. Um, it's, it's been a weird year. And lots of people are experiencing um, different things. And it becomes quite easy to talk about it. We're experiencing some things together and some things separately. And... and in the case of uh, sometimes when things happen in a group, um, when it's humorous, we, we talk about the event and everyone laughs. If you've ever done something together with a group of people, um, everyone just, you know, it's fun to talk about and we laugh. But what's happened um, a few times for the, uh, this year is um, it just gets easy to talk about the difficulty. We like to commiserate and uh, to complain and sometimes be negative and critical. I think it makes makes it everything a little bit more normal knowing that others are experiencing the same thing. So we, so we talk about it. We have something in common. As it was, isn't that called misery loves company or something? Uh, we talk about it. There's, but but many, of, many of us or many people are, are sick of talking about it. We don't want to talk about it anymore. We're, we don't want to hear about it. I want to encourage um, if you are in a, in a relationship with a spouse or people in your, in your family and you like to talk about it, and that's kind of me, I like to talk about it. And your family, your spouse doesn't, stop talking about it. Okay? Just find someone else to talk about it. And so, I'll, forgive me, because I'm like always talking about the new things. Did you hear what the new thing is? Did you hear what the new thing is? I hope you were all in the house by 10 o'clock last night, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Is it healthy? Um, is, it, is it beneficial to talk about uh, things like that. Actually, 
Um, there is research done about the shared experience of pain. And I think that we could all see that, that sometimes shared pain uh, can be like a glue that causes people to stick together when you go through a trauma together. And so in some ways, we'll come out of this time more close, a little bit closer, because we'll have gone through something together. Because of a lot of other things in this nation, there's going to be a lot of people who are way further apart. And we need to guard against that. That's not this message, but we need to guard against that as Christians, as people, um, that when this is all done, we're not, we're not split apart because of our uh, political views. We're not split apart because of our views on vaccines, our views on masks, our views on quarantine, our views on anything. So we, we, as the body, we need to, to love each other beyond those things. When we come out of this, we want to come out strong. Um, but when we go through something, you end up having a closeness. It's, it's kind of a bond. It's, it's not all bad, but as we're, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, I want to talk about the benefits of being thankful. Um, the attitude of gratitude, uh, as it were. And so, but before we do that, um, I want to. I want to say. So I was. I was looking, lo looking, and, and reading some articles and stuff, and I found some some fun ones. I want to talk a little bit about, and then we'll go into the message here. But um, I, I found this Reddit article, and I don't usually read Reddit unless I'm looking for something. And it says there's an article, and it, and it just simply said, "Using a movie title explain 2020." So there was a few, but there was two I liked: movie titles, TV titles that explain 2020. Stranger Things. That was a good one. And, and, and the other one I really liked was A Series of Unfortunate Events. That was a good movie title for the year 2020. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I do social media, but a lot of what I do, I, I just do it to look for funny things. I think it's my, I, it's my pressure relief, my stress relief. So I'm always finding funny things, and I'm running around my house, you know, showing my wife and my daughter, and, you know, and cute things and funny things. And we go, oh my gosh, this is so funny, and I got to show them. And so here's a couple of things that, uh, that I found this year about 2020 that I thought was kind of humorous. Show the first one. If 2020 was an avocado, yeah, that's, that's how I feel. All right, here we got, is that going online too? Go ahead and switch it over to the online, perfect. All right, let's go to the next one. 2020 was a hula hoop. All right, All right let's go to the next one. If 2020 was an ice cream truck, <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Parents who've had kids who had Legos know that that's a minefield, man. I mean, you know, just walking in the middle of the night. What, let's go to the next one. Let that one sink in for a second. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go on to the next one. I, I really like that. That was good. Right, if it was, that's the way we feel. Yeah, and and it's, uh, there's another slide one coming up. Whoa! All right, next one. <laughs> yeah, we just just leave me down. I think they can hear me. Just leave me down. All right, let's go to the next one.
All right. So, that one, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. That's from The Help. All right, is, there, is, there, is that the last one? That, this is it. Here you go. Welcome to 2020. If you don't already suffer from an anxiety disorder, one will be assigned to you. All right. All right. Just don't even worry about it, Rick. Just, just yeah. I know. No, just pull it down. Live stream's good. They can hear me. I'm talking plenty loud. We're good. So, anyways, I like humor. And uh, that's, that's kind of how we're feeling. That, that, that's some of these things. Um, and in the midst of that, it's really easy to focus on the negative. And, uh, you know, have had a tough year. You've had a tough year. You know, sometimes I think about my year this year, and I'm like, my goodness, I'm still married. I'm still the pastor, and I'm still alive. It's pretty good because I feel like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a tough year. You know, death of mom at the beginning of the year, and, and this COVID thing as a pastor was, was, was just crazy having to figure out all this streaming stuff. But in the process, um, you know, we lost multiple board members. We lost our children's pastor. We lost our sound guy. We lost, um, we lost our worship leader. I mean, as a church, we, just, we, we had a lot of losses that way. My son left home, went off to the military. It's exciting for him, but that was a, that was a loss. Lots of loss. I'm sure you could number yours as well. Could, you, could, you could name them and number them. Um, and so at times, it's really easy to think that we have nothing to be thankful for. Nothing to be thankful for. Uh, th- th- that cute little video is, is, helps us, though. It's like, you know what? We do still have a lot of things that we, we can be happy for, and we, could take, we can tend to take for granted. Um, so not just for today, not just for this week, but all the time, I, I, we need to help to develop an attitude of thanksgiving, um, understand that, um, you know, the, the phrase has been out for a long time, the attitude of gratitude. We need to develop that in our lives for lots of reasons. And this morning, I want to help us give us some reasons that that is actually good and not just so that we can look happy. Listen, I want to take pressure off. You're not just supposed to look happy so that you make f- other people feel good. Sometimes we try to do that, just put on a happy face. That's actually not, not what God is asking us to do. He wants us to actually understand and, and learn how to truly be thankful and be grateful. Um, and in this process, as Christians, I want to talk briefly just about the difference between praise and thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I confuse them. I, I mix them up. There's a little bit of difference between praise and thanksgiving. Um, and, and we're going to focus mostly on Thanksgiving, but even in the Bible, some of the words can be um, overlapped and so translated sometimes as praise when maybe it should be Thanksgiving, vice versa. But, but when we think of our words in English of praise and Thanksgiving, let me kind of paint a little picture so that we know there's a difference and that we can do both um, and, and what some of the differences are. Praise and Thanksgiving. Praise is all about another person their character, who they are, more than what they do. And it can be for what they do, but praise is about them. When you give somebody praise, it should be about them. It's not about you. You know, hey, you did a really good job. That was great. 
man, I appreciate so much how you just, you just love people. Not because you love them, because you've been loved, but you're noticing what people do and what they are, and you're giving them praise. When we give God praise, it's because he is worthy of it, but we give him praise because he's good because he's the creator of everything. Say, wow, God, you're amazing. Look at this, what you, what you did. And part of what we need to do when we're thinking about praise is go, listen, I got to not make this about me. Not just thank you that you made the tree because I like trees. <laughs> and you give just, um, but there's also just about praising just for their sake. Just telling them, you know, not just go, man, you cook so well. I like it when you cook for me. No, 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 no. Just, just find something. You know, praise is important. We need to do that for people. We need to do that with God. Um, thanksgiving involves you. When you give thanks, it's because you receive something out of it, right? When you say thank you, it's because somebody's done something for you or, or uh, is, is giving you something or loving you or whatever it is. And so the difference between praise, uh, that's the biggest difference, praise is just about something else. And you can praise anything. You praise them and then thanksgiving really is about you. You've been affected personally. Now you're saying thank you. Thank you for you know, holding the door for me, which I don't even know how to do anymore. Anyone else feel that way? Going into a store and you start to hold the door and then you panic because like, oh no, what if they don't want to walk that close to, you, to me? I've had people look at me like, no, oh, please don't hold the door. I don't want to get that close to you. And I mean, it's just all crazy. Anyways, but, but you know, you hold the door, you walk by, say thank you. You know, that you, somebody's just done something for you nice. I want to thank all of you for all the amazing cards that you gave me for my birthday and for Pastor Appreciation Day. Um, I was so blessed to, to receive uh, the gifts and uh, the cards and just a um, boy to, to feel so appreciated. It, it warmed my heart and, and um, I just, I am so blessed by it. I just want to thank you for that. So praise and thanksgiving are, are very similar. They're both, and they're both extremely important. Um, but we want to focus a little bit this morning on thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is important to God. This day that we're celebrating is one of the most important days for the Christian. It is, it's one of those, you know, um, there's a lot of fun holidays as far as holidays. This is the day that, that we helps us to refocus on God. It's supposed to. It, it doesn't always. It focuses on the turkey and the stuffing too much. But Thanksgiving should be a really important day to refocus us and help us to be thankful each and every day for what we have. Um, of course, the birth of Christ, but sadly, again, that gets overshadowed often by the presence. Um, Easter is, without Easter, none, that's the biggest thing we give thanks for. Easter, the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Unfortunately, again, we get lost in the bunnies and the candy. Um, but so this day can be one of the most important days for us, even, um, even though it wasn't one of the days in the Bible, it's a day for us to give him thanks. And thanks is important to God. There's over 140 mentions of thanks and thanksgiving in the Bible. And that's the, that's the word. That, not to mention all the times where it's talking about praise, which can be very similar to thanks. 140 mentions, more than that. Um, and we're going to read them all. So get your Bible. You know, we couldn't even we couldn't re read them all today. In the Bible, there's seven major words to express praise and thanksgiving. 
seven different words to express what we would often just say for praise. Um, and and, and they're, they're beautiful words, really. I'm gonna, gonna read them real quick. Um, and these are, these are uh, praise, not worship. There's halal, H-A-L-A-L, in, in, in the Hebrew. And that, that might sound familiar to you. That word is, um, it's, it's the Hebrew for like crazy, exuberant praise. It's where we get the word hallelujah, halal. It's exuberant. It's not just quiet or it's, 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 it's kind of crazy. Um, so hallelujah is supposed to be something big. And um, hey, does anyone know how to say hallelujah, hallelujah in Spanish? It's hallelujah. There you go. There. So we're all bilingual now. All right. In almost every language, it's the, it's the same. It's hallelujah. Just say it with an accent. It's great. Um, Shabbat. Now, now you may have seen this as just Shabbat, but uh, I've seen it. You know, a lot of people. There's even shirts that say Shabbat. But uh, remember, uh, that was uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Hollywood guitar player. No, yeah, Frank. Frank, he always shouted, Shabbat. Well, that is a, the Hebrew word for loud praise. Loud praise actually is a word, and it's, it's for loud. It's not quiet. You, sh Shabbat is not, God, you're so good. That's not Shabbat. It's loud. It's okay to be loud. We're conservative people. Loud is okay. When we give praise, we can give Shabbat, and it's loud praise. Tehillah, or Tehillah, um, that's not tequila, okay? <laughs> Though, sometimes when you drink too much tequila, you do sing like you. This tella means songs of praise. It actually means to praise him with a song. And sometimes when you drink tequila, you sing too, but it's usually not praise to God. So remember, it's tehela or tehila, and it's um, songs of praise. This is a word they would use. So sometimes they'd say that, and they're saying, no, it's not just talking praise. Now you gotta sing. We're supposed to sing to God. There's zamar. Uh, that's a, a Hebrew word for making music in praise with an instrument. Instrument. So it's actually a word, one word that says this is praising God with an instrument. That's what we do with, with our instruments. When I play guitar, it's giving him praise. And there's a word for that, um, zamar. Um, there's yada, which is the Hebrew word that giving praise with extending your hands. Some of you think that that's just crazy uh, Christians, Pentecostals and stuff that lift their hands up and worship. That's actually a Hebrew word in a Hebrew form to give God praise. You're supposed to do that. Lifting your hands is actually a word in the Hebrew. And um, there's todah, which is the Hebrew word for a thanks offering. So that word can sometimes be thanks or to give praise. And the last one here is barak. And um, that word is another word that we don't like because, <laughs> because it's the Hebrew word for kneeling before God. And kneeling seems a little bit extravagant to most of us. We have to kneel. Well, these are all words that mean this. They're all used in the Bible to express, and many of them are, all, all of them is actually are used as a command to us at different times to do all of these things to him. Kneel in praise, extend our hands in praise, be loud. Some of you are like, ah, there it is, I get to be loud. Some of you are like, no, do I have to be? We're supposed to sing, we're supposed to play instruments, we're supposed to give him praise in all of these things. 
So praise and thanksgiving is important to God. It's extremely important to him. We're commanded to give him thanks in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. We're actually commanded to give him thanks and praise. Go with me to Psalm 136. This was a great psalm where they would, it was participatory. Uh, kind of like um, if you've been to a, a Catholic church or um, a church where they would ha have a reading and then there was a response by the congregation. And uh, maybe you went there and you said, this is, this is weird. Actually, that's not weird. That's biblical. Where, where sometimes one person or one group would say one thing and the other group would say something else. In Psalm 136, it's kind of this, this back and forth. And it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for His mercy endures forever. And it goes on. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His mercy endures forever. And then it begins to just talk about the things to him who alone does great wonders, to him who by wisdom made the heavens, to him who laid out the earth above the waters, and every time it's for his mercy or his love endures forever. Give thanks. We're supposed to give thanks to God. Go with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I say this every time I read the scripture just about. Who's ever wondered what the will of God for your life was? Anyone? I'm going to tell you all right now. It's right here. We'll, we'll, we'll read 15 and 16. Or, I'm sorry, we'll read 16, 17, and 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And 18. In everything... Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So if you want to find the will of God, do these things first. That's his will for you right now, to do this. And I believe as we do those things, he'll, he'll reveal more of his will for you. But it's a command that says, in everything, give thanks. Give thanks to God. He's commanding us, but we don't, want, we don't just do it. We, we do just do it because he commands us, but I'm going to help you out a little bit and tell you, why he commands it. God doesn't command things just because he's like, you know what, I think it'd be really fun to just have everyone do this. This isn't Simon Says. I love Simon Says. I mean, when you're like a youth pastor and you got all your kid, you know, youth, or you got, you know, or even if you're just a kid and you get to be the kid who calls out what Simon gets to say, it's so much fun. Did you ever do that when you're a kid? You know, you're doing school, it's as Simon Says, you know, Pat your head. Simon says, touch your knee. I mean, and there, always, there's always the one kid, sometimes that kid was me, who says, Simon says, pick your nose. You just want to see if people will do it because there's something fun about doing that. That's not why God does things like give praise. He doesn't go, I think it'd just be really fun to have everyone stand around like this. And, and, and I never want you to think that, that I'm commanding you to do things just to, to command you. I don't command. I don't even necessarily want us all to do the, the same thing, but I want us to know that we should be doing these things, that God is calling you, and that you could step out in faith and, and in obedience at times and worship God this way. 
He wants us to sing and lift our hands and kneel and worship God. That's why often at the beginning of service, one of us will say, however you want to worship, if it's, if it's kneeling or, or dancing or, or, or singing or, or you know, putting up your hands, and we encourage people to sing. We, we, this is not a show. When we do worship, when we do praise, it's not a show to just be, to be watched. It's supposed to be uh, entered into and engaged on both sides. So he's commanding us, but not just because he's like, okay, I'm going to give him something to do today. I want to talk about some of the reasons that he does command us. Thanksgiving, giving thanks, gratitude is good for you. It's good for you to, be, to, to have gratitude in your life. It's good for you to, um, to give thanks. I want to talk about some of the emotional and psychological benefits. It's actually, there's been Harvard studies, non-Christian studies on, on having an attitude of gratitude. There are so many emotional and physical benefits to being thankful. And, and here's the thing. When we're talking about emotional and, and uh, physiological benefits, you can't fake those. You can't just say, well, okay, I'm going to just learn it like you, you kid. You know, just say thank you, thank you. That doesn't do anything. But when you begin to let your heart and your mind really see that there is something to be grateful for, to be thankful for, it begins to change us and it brings life where there is actually death. And, and I don't know about you, I could use some more life. Being thankful brings hope. Anyone could use some hope today. See, when we begin to be thankful, uh, e even in that uh, video that we watched uh, this morning with the guy, and, and he's like, you know, stop taking things for granted. And, and you realize, we're going to watch a, a, another video in just a little bit because it goes along with part of the message. But we want to we wanna learn how, uh, some, some gratitude. So let me give you a couple of things that, uh, that gratitude does. There was some, uh, rec the, the, there's been a lot of research on it, but the ones at the top of the research um, are Drs. Emmons and Dr. McCullough from two different um, colleges. Um, they found that people who express gratitude on a regular basis generally reported higher levels of positive emotions, and they have a better disposition in life. They, uh, they also found that grateful people, people who are grateful regularly, typically express fewer unpleasant emotions, like jealousy and anger. That's good. Overall, grateful people tend to be more optimistic, and they actually express greater satisfaction in life and they also have lower levels of depression and stress. So let's see here. Gratefulness and thanksgiving gives us a better a disposition in life, positive emotions, greater satisfaction in life, and optimism. And people who don't have more jealousy, anger, depression, and stress. I don't think thanksgiving is very important. I think we just... Keep doing it like Louis, we want to do it, right? <laughs> Let's just keep doing it. We want to, be, we want to learn to be, 
to be grateful and thankful. And that's a difficult thing to do sometimes. We have to begin to train ourselves to look at the things that we have to be grateful for. And there's some, some, I can give some, some ways that we can do that. Um, we can begin to be thankful, uh, thankful for the things that we have. Um, this is from a Harvard study that I was reading about. Gratitude, here, here's seven things. Gratitude opens the door to more relationships. It opens the door to more relationships. That's an interesting one. Um, it does, th- saying thank you doesn't just, isn't just good manners. It actually helps you to win friends. There was a study in uh, 2014, um, and it said that, the, that thanking a new acquaintance makes them more likely to seek an ongoing relationship with you. Isn't that cool? This is simple stuff. Just being grateful, thankful. I think people see that and go, man, I just I want to be around that person. They just, you know. Plus, when somebody thanks you, you feel better about yourself. Isn't it true? You, somebody goes, hey, thank you for doing that. You're like, oh, wow, they appreciate me. Who, who likes to be appreciated? I like to be appreciated. Well, one of the ways that you get appreciated is people thank you. I was thinking of that, that old saying, though, no applause, just throw money. No, <laughs> uh, applause and thanksgiving is still good. It's good. Um, so gratitude can open a door to more relationships and better relationships. Number two, gratitude, this is from Harvard, I love it. I love the fact that God tells us what to do, how to do it, he gives us all these great words, gives us these pictures. Um, the Psalms are full of praise and thanksgiving and, and we see it and then down the road now, people who study things, the brain and psychology, different things, they go, oh, let me tell you the benefits of doing what God told us to do. Isn't it good? So, so don't, don't get lost in the fact that he's just talking about you know, Harvard studies. No, what I'm saying is God told us to do this. We're supposed to do it. And here is this. It's not that this creates this. This is somebody made a, realized that what, doing what God says causes these benefits. It improves your physical health. Grateful people experience fewer aches and pains. This is a study. I love it. And they report feeling healthier than other people. Uh, 2012 study. Um, it says that. It says uh, grateful people are also more likely to take care of their health. I, I think that's because they appreciate life. They, and they, they're living it like, yo, I'm going to take better care of myself. I'm going to be thankful. And so that's awesome. They tend in these studies, they said that they actually, people who are grateful tend to exercise more. Now, don't let that be the reason you don't want to be thankful. It's like, oh, I don't want to exercise, so I don't want to become thankful. You know, because what happens is as you're thankful, you actually want to exercise. You want to live. You want to enjoy life. I think that's really cool. Um, and, uh, and you can actually, it, it will, those things will help you live longer. Number three, gratitude improves a psychological health. It reduces uh, actually toxic emotions. We talked about that envy and, and, um, and, and anger, uh, um, it redu- reduces resentment, um, frustration, regret. Yeah. So it's going to in- improve our, our psychological health immensely. And you can, you can just see that when you're with people that tend to be positive and thankful. They just, they, they, they have a better outlook. They're psychologically, emotionally healthier. Um, gratitude enhances empathy. And it, and it reduces aggression. And, and some of us need that. 
In fact, there's a lot of people on Facebook who need to be more thankful because they're way too aggressive, right? We need to be, become thankful. Well, when you're thankful for lots of things, little things don't hack you off as much or, or one thing doesn't hack you off as much. When you're, grateful, when you're learning to be grateful for so many things in life and something comes up, you're like, you know, this isn't that big. I got a lot of other things that God has given me and I'm thankful for. Um, and it also enhances our empathy um, to other people because we get out of ourselves when you thank someone. When, you, when you're thanking someone, it's, you're like, wow, they just did something for me. Um, they, they went out of their way for me. They did something for me. That means that uh, they were able to do something for me that I needed. We don't even want to admit that. There's possibly people in this room right now because this is this is uh, this is a truism. It's I don't know what the percentage of people it is, but there's probably a few people in this room here that when somebody does something for you, you want to do something back for them, and it's not out of a, necessarily a good heart. Some sometimes like you know I just want to bless them back. That's great, but sometimes people when somebody does something for you, you have to pay them back because you don't want to feel indebted to them tell you that actually robs that whole thankfulness thing don't pay back and 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 i i tell you personally if if i do something for you please don't try to do something back to pay me back that robs my blessing you know if you want to do something for someone do it but don't work fight against that thing going oh man man they cooked me dinner i need to cook them dinner um you can cook them dinner, but let's work on that attitude. It's like, you know, wow, they really blessed me, and I want to bless them. And you, know, you, might, you might actually go, they don't need me to cook them dinner. Maybe I'll cook somebody else dinner instead. Bless somebody to just be a blessing. But when, when somebody does something for you, here's what I want you to practice this. Thank you. Okay, everyone say that. Thank you. Right? Is it, sometimes, is, is it ever hard for you to just say thank you? You know, just thank you. It's not me. And that'll help in, increase even our empathy towards others. Um, and I like that. When you're thankful, you tend not to retaliate against other people. It's just, there's these great things that are happening. Um, number five. See, I, I try to be thankful. I try to be grateful. I think I do okay at it. Um, I must not be doing very good because I need number five. Grateful people sleep better. <laughs> I'm gonna, I mean, I, I'm gonna like really work on that this week. I'm gonna be sending out thank you notes. I'm gonna be thanking everyone I see because I want to sleep better. Um, you know, but but grateful people sleep better. Um, writing a note or writing in a journal improves your sleep. And and I think that's probably especially uh, it would probably even help. Um, maybe before bed, I don't know, but writing in a journal, the things that you have to be thankful for. A 2011 study uh, in uh, applied psychology, health and well-being, um, spend just 15 minutes jotting down a few grateful sentiments before bed, and you'll, you may sleep better and longer. Just write some things down. I read one article of, of uh, I was actually a pastor, and he he started a number of years ago. He's, he's, I think he's a semi-younger guy, but he started a number of years ago um, writing down every day. He'd just get on his computer and just type a couple things. I'm thankful for this. He's up to 23,000 things. 23,000 things every day he writes. Now he says, 
his family's in there more than once. Like, I'm grateful for my kids. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my wife. There's repeats, but every day he just goes and he writes again what I'm thankful for. He's up to 23,000 things. So I must have been doing it for, you know, a few days. If he did three a day, you know, you divide that by three, it's a lot of days, I guess. But, but he's probably even more than that. Write some things down. Jot some things down. Hey, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for this. Uh, it actually is even a good habit to do it when you feel anger coming up or resentment or jealousy even coming up. It's a good time to actually go, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend a couple minutes right now thanking God and thinking about what I'm thankful for, for people, for things, for God. Um, and you'll sleep better. And then I'll be jealous of you, and I'll have to be more thankful so I'm not jealous. Can you tell? I don't, I don't always sleep well. I, I, I joke around. I'm like a rotisserie chicken. I mean, I, just, I just, just turn all night long and look at the clock. <laughs> I usually judge how, how well my sleep was when I, of, of how many times I, saw, I see the clock. And there's a lot of nights I go, yeah, I saw every single hour. Wake up, oh, it's 12 something. Wake up, oh, it's one something. Sometimes it's, oh, it's still one something. <laughs> hey, gratitude improves self-esteem. Now that's an interesting one. Gratitude actually can improve your self-esteem. 2014 study um, said that gratitude increased athletes' self-esteem, um, which is an, obviously an essential component to optimal performance. Um, other studies have showed that a gratitude reduces social comparisons. And so when you reduce those, you feel better about yourself. When you're comparing yourself against other people, which the Bible says don't compare yourself to another. Just have a, have, a, have a good sense of who you are. And, and that's something we needed to go is, who is, who am I? Who did God create? You know, he made a masterpiece, the Bible says. He says, man, this, I, I'm a masterpiece. You're, you're looking at a work of art. I mean, come on. You are a masterpiece created by God. And we sit and we compare this masterpiece to somebody else's fake life on social media. Did I say that out loud? Did you know that like nobody actually looks like that on social media? Nobody does all those things, you know? I mean, I love those people when they're getting real going, hey, I, just, I set out to do this cooking thing like Martha Stewart or whoever they do, and they go, this is what I got, and it's like, <laughs> you know? But, but gratitude will actually improve your self-esteem. Um, most of us need that. You know, here it's interesting. We're looking for our self-esteem. Some, and, and I know we're we're I'm kind of de dealing with a mixed, you know, uh, mixed audience in a sense this morning. Some of you don't do this. You're you're more mature than that. Sorry, us younger people. You're more mature than posting all this stuff on social media. But this, uh, you know, younger people. Um, I fall into a little bit, but we we post these things so that people will like us and we'll feel better about ourselves. But we actually know that we're fake. So how is that even going to help us feel better about ourselves? I mean, it's this bad circle and cycle. Post a picture that you know it's not even you and everyone goes, oh, that's so amazing. You're like, well, yeah, but it's not me. It's a filter. How does that make you feel better about yourself? The opposite. Instead, you, you just give thanks to other people and have a grateful heart and, and look at all the things you've been blessed with. And that actually causes you to feel good because you go, man, I am blessed. Somebody must love me. My wife loves me. My kids love me. Most of all, my God loves me. Get that self-esteem going. 
Number seven, gratitude increases mental strength. And not only does it uh, reduce stress, but it can play a major role in overcoming trauma. Now this is interesting. I love this one. It, made, it kind of made sense to me somehow, but they, there was a study, it was 2006, and um, they found that Vietnam War veterans that had a higher level of gratitude the time when they were in, in and when they came out, they experienced lower rates of post-traumatic stress disorder. Isn't that interesting? When you have gratitude, it, it helps to reduce that and give you more mental strength. Um, they, they looked also at the, the terrorist attacks on September 11th, and they found that those, again, who had a, had a lifestyle more of uh, thankfulness and gratitude, that they were affected less by the trauma. I, you know, because I think that, again, they're seeing there's, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. When there's, when there's not much to be thankful for and something big happens, it's everything. I mean, it still is everything, but when you look at the whole picture and you've, you're thankful for all these things and something big happens, you say, man, this is bad. And, and it's still bad, but there's something that says, but there's other things in life that God has given me that I have, and I'm going to be thankful for them. It helps us to be more resilient. I want to be resilient. I want to have a better outlook. Being thankful also, that's, that's the seven things from Harvard, which, you know, Harvard, they know everything. Just kidding. But, but, but these, are the, these are the seven things, but there, there's some other aspects just want to talk about, and we'll be closing here. And, because I want us to begin to, to try to um, work on this. You know what, Lord, help me to be thankful. One of the difficulties in being thankful comes because when we give somebody thanks, it's a statement that says, we think it says this, that you're over me somehow. You did something for me and I needed it. If I say thank you, then somehow I'm not, I'm not good. Um, I don't have what it takes if I need, if I need you. So we, we, as a human race, especially in America, we don't want to need anybody. We, we want to be able to do it ourselves. So sometimes gratitude kind of fits that. We don't want to be grateful because it's like, if I'm grateful, then it shows that I'm not all that there is and that I actually need. I need God. I need people. Um, and and, and that, that same person can be really, the same person who might feel that way, and I think all of us might on a level, but the same person who might feel that way might also be an amazing person who loves to give. They love to bless other people. They just have a hard time receiving. And, and, it, and we need to learn how to receive when people do something and just say, wow, thank you so much. I, I want to tell you, I was that person. See, God did a, did a work in my heart. I couldn't receive anything. I, I grew up in an environment where I, I had to work and earn everything I had. And so anytime somebody would give me something, um, I had a really hard time. Um, I just didn't want to receive it. I, I remember, 
I may have told the story, I, I believe I told the story once here, but when I was younger, I was went with my youth pastor, John Green, and another guy, and we went down to, to La Bufadora and did some, we snorkeled and rode my motorcycles down there, and if you've ever been, it's a beautiful spot. Um, we snorkeled right up to the blowhole, and all the all the spectators thought we were some professional or something. We actually climbed up the rocks out of there, and everyone's applauding us. It's kind of fun. But we went down there for a few days and just had a great time. And... Um, I was young and I spent all my money. By the time we were coming home, I actually spent all my money, had nothing left. And, and we were coming home and my, and my thought was, let's just please drive straight through so I can get home and eat. Because I had no food and if we stopped for lunch, I couldn't buy lunch. And so we went to a rest, they went to a restaurant and I'm like, oh, what a bummer. I just, I just won't eat, you know. And, and, and um, I was raised very polite, so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just not hungry. I'm just, you know, just. And so I'm getting water, and, and uh, my youth pastor, John, he said, uh, you know, get something. I said, no, I'm fine. He says, do you not have any money? And I says, well, no, I don't have any money. And he says, well, let me, buy you, let me buy you lunch. It's not a problem. I says, no, thanks. And I just fought him. I mean, what was I doing? I fought him for like five minutes, or you would seem like a long time, back and forth. Finally, he just says, hey, if you don't accept this, you rob me of the blessing of giving you something. I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. And I had to accept, and, and that was one of the things that helped change me, to learn to just say thank you. In fact, I think he said, just say thank you. Some of us need to learn to just say thank you. You know, someone does something nice for you. Oh man, I really appreciate it. If, you, if I can ever do anything for you, just let me know. Why? Because I don't want to owe you anything. I want to give back. No, just say thank you. God, I don't deserve my blessings. And I can never repay them back to you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up to my house and f helping me fix them. Whatever it is, thank you. And begin to look for things to be thankful for. I'll give us a couple encouragements of things we can do. Okay, if you want to write these down. One, um, we, we kind of mentioned it. Keep a journal. And write, so it can be on your computer. You know, so you like to type. I like, I like to do things on my computer. Some people like to do it on their phone. Write it down, whatever it is. And, and, and regularly, regularly write some things down that says, I'm thankful for. It's good to, in the moment, but it can also be good later on if you're having a bad day to go, you know what, I'm going to flip through my book because I, I don't know about you. When I, when I have a mood, I'll call it a mood. I don't know what my wife would call it. But when I'm having one of those days, and I'm sure no one's ever had one, everything is bad. Nothing is good. Like that old saying, everybody hates me. Nobody likes me. I think I'll eat some worms and die. Am I the only one who gets those days? Okay, I am. Wow. And, and it's really a bummer. And like, I'm just there. I, in those moments, I have a really hard time. I probably could have a hard time writing. You know, in those moments, I could do is I could go and I'm just going to go read them. Wow, well, on Tuesday, I was thankful for this and this and this. And last Thursday, I was thankful for this and this and this. Maybe I could start having that conversation going, what's changed? Nothing. I mean, I'm having a bad day. Something bad may have happened. So, and, uh, so honestly, sometimes the bad thing that happened isn't very big. And I can, I can help and say, you know what? There's a lot of things to be thankful for. 
write a journal. Another way to, be th- to, to work on thankfulness is, is write somebody a thank you note. Now, we use a lot of digital stuff, um, which is good, but I'd encourage you to actually write a note, mail it, or even take it over to them and say, hey, I got some for you. In fact, here, I want to read it for you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> Delivery! Oh, wait, I'm supposed to read this to you. Oh, maybe I'll do it with Tahila and sing it to you. No, I don't know if you have to sing it to them. <laughs> but read to them. Maybe write it out. Write somebody a note, send it to them. You, do, you, know, you can do it on digital if you want, but, but be engaged in this thing and, and, and be thankful. Definitely t- tell people, take those opportunities, thank you. And tell God, God, thank you. You know, uh, thank you for what you've given to me. I didn't, I didn't, I'm, you know, people don't give you stuff often because you deserved it. And if you deserved it, then, then it's really not a gift anyways. You know, uh, tipping. Sometimes I don't like tipping. Not because I don't like to tip, but because it's so expected that I can't say that I really appreciated you by tipping. I'm actually just a jerk if I don't. Tipping actually used to be that. Wow, you went above and beyond. Here's a little extra for you. It was a way to say thank you. The, you know, Europeans, they don't tip. They got it right. I'm going to move to Europe. <laughs> but I, you know, so there's times that, that, and I, you know, now I have to give more than the 15%. If I'm thankful for the meal, now I have to give more than 15%. You know, you got to give something extra. You know, there was, some of you might remember this. You know, there used to be a time that when you were thankful for your meal, you gave one penny. You guys ever hear that? That was that was a it was a long time ago. My mom told me about it. You know, and so now now you give somebody a penny and and uh, they're offended. <laughs> but let them know that you're thankful. Let people know. Let God know. Let your kids know. Let your mom know. Let every be thankful. Work at that. And you're going to have to also work at yourself to go. God help me to recognize all the things I have. So write some notes. Tell people. Keep a journal. Um, ask God to help you to recognize the things that you have to be thankful for. Um, and, and just remind yourself, if, if you're having a hard time um, doing this, one of the things I, I'd encourage you to do is maybe on a sticky note, one day write a couple things that you're thankful for and then put that sticky note on, on your car mirror or on your mirror in the bathroom and like you start putting them places to remind you, oh yeah, be thankful. I, be thankful. Have an attitude of gratitude. It, it's going to change your outlook on life. It really will. It's, it's going to really help change your outlook on life. I think that um, if we slip into negativity during this last year and we left our gratitude, I think people who are, are grateful are, are handling this year better than, than some of us. Give thanks. In all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. We're just, we're just like a two-minute video, and we're, we're uh, and we'll be dismissed after that. It's the last one. It's I think it's a thank you notes. Uh, yeah, it, it was earlier. It might be down further, and if it's not there, we just won't watch it. It's called thank you notes. It's a little video. It's, it should be in the list there. I think it's called thank you notes. Unless it got deleted when it rebooted.
it got, nah, it's just on. It's okay. It was, it was just kind of sweet. We won't do it. Okay. Yeah, the, the computer crashed right before we started. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely the computer. It was just a simple thing. Just a lady. And I was just a lady. She got up and she's going about her day having a cup of coffee. And it, this was a neat thing. I'm like, wow, we can do this. But, but uh, she, she had her cup of coffee and was getting ready. And, and she's talking, going, you know, I got up this morning and had a cup of coffee. And then you see her writing a little sticky note. Thank you. She left it on her dining room table. And she says, and I got in my car with a million other people. And I got to work safely. She wrote a little thank you note. And I, and I you know, went to work. And it was just a normal day at work. And I'm going to get a paycheck next Friday. Thank you. And she just had a normal day. She went and did laundry. She goes, there was a washing machine there. Thank you. It got more and more simple. More and more simple. Thank you. And she just wrote little thank you notes throughout the day. And uh, she mentioned her mom, you know, and she sent a little text to mom. Hey, mom, I just want to thank you. And throughout the day, she just took that moment to go, hey, man, look at this. Thank you. She got back to her house at the end of the day, and she locked the door. I'm home in an apartment, and, I, and I, I'm here. Thank you. Everything. There's so much to be thankful for. So much to be thankful for. It's going to help us put the perspective on, on, on how much God loves you and what he's done for us. And when these other things come up, it's like, you know, yeah, this is really hard. But he's done so much for me that's going to also help us to know he's not going to leave me. He's done so much, and he's going to see me through even the hard times. Let's close in prayer. God, as we are approaching uh, Thanksgiving, help us to not just give thanks Thursday, but Lord, help us to be thankful people each and every day. God, cause us to be, uh, each and every one of us in this room, just to begin to um, recognize the things that we have as simple as they are, God, and, and be thankful. Be thankful to you. God, help us to recognize the things that people do for us and, and, and learn to thank other people and not always feel like we need to pay or pay them back. Um, in that, Lord, we thank you that you've programmed into this life benefits of thanksgiving, of healthier thinking, Less stress, less anger, more contentment. God, um, that you'll bless us with, with those things will cause us to sleep better, have better relationships with others, um, that we can walk in all the benefits. So we choose today to obey you when it says, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love and mercy endures forever. We, we choose to say, I'm going to give you thanks and know that this is part of the will that you have for us is to be thankful, to sing and to pray. Bless us this day, this week, and help us to recognize your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, anyone knows a meal, come and see me. Go pack some boxes for a few minutes next door. They'd probably love that. Um, and love one another. 
right? God bless you. Hey, have a, have a happy Thanksgiving.